This is the Gate Charlotte Podcast. You're listening to a message by Pastor John Matthews. Good morning. Oh my goodness. Jesus is good. Jesus is so good. Thank you, John. I love John and Tiffany. Um, it has been an, an amazing journey being here at this church and just seeing what God has done. Even in this last year, to see what God has done, just the amazing, empowering, equipping, the release of his presence in this church. We have seen time and time again, miracle after miracle after miracle of him drawing people here, bringing restoration and healing, and then seeing them be released into the fullness of what God has called them to. And I believe that he's doing that in even a greater way in 2019. And so I'm so excited to be able to be a part of that. And I'm excited to be a part of the gate here as we we work with the prayer ministry team to be able to equip those that get to love the front line of love to the city. Everybody that comes in here, you are the front line of love to the city. You come in and you get filled up and then you go back out into your job and your school and wherever that God has you and you love the people around you. But we get the opportunity to love on you. And I get to work with an amazing team. Raise your hand if you're on the prayer ministry team in here. Yeah. These are amazing folks that have been trained and equipped and and, uh, are just moving in the power of God and and, and have hearts full of love. And so we love doing that. If you want to apply for the prayer ministry team and go through the training, we would love to have you. It's amazing. Let's stand, can we? We've been sitting, sitting long enough. Whoa. <laughs> I got to be here with John last night, and one of the senses that, that I had is that God wanted to release, just light off this joy bomb in this place this morning. He just wanted to just light off this joy bomb, and I just believe that when the presence of God comes, it is just an absolute result of who he is that joy comes and fills us. That when the Holy Spirit comes, it's nothing but joy and love and peace. And that there is just an empowering that comes with that. Let's hold out our hands, can we? (laughs) Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Just start to stir yourself. We're just going to take a big drink this morning. Can we do that? Can we just take a big drink of his presence? Can we just drink him in and for who he is? Thank you, Jesus, for who you are. We love you so much. Thank you that you're here this morning and that you have a plan and a purpose for this morning, that you want to just fill us with your joy and fill us with your love, that you want to illuminate things in our minds that you have already done and already accomplished through your son. I just thank you for the victory that is Jesus, that we have as humans here on earth right now, that we get to walk into the fullness of victory and what you have accomplished for us. Father, I thank you that that this Sunday is a pivotal Sunday, that this Sunday is a shifting Sunday, that this Sunday is a day that we get to proclaim everything that you are going to do in this next year, and that it is our opportunity, God, for us to be able to release the promises from heaven, the strategies from heaven, the miracle working wonder from heaven, the fire of God into our cities, into our nations, into our families, and those around us. What a gift it is to be with you this morning, Jesus. What a gift it is to be in your presence. Oh, we just drink you in. We drink you in, God. Oh, you are just so sweet to us, and we love you so much. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You may may be seated. (laughs) Oh, good. Oh, good, good, good. Before I get going, uh, um, Justin, Jessica, can I have you stand real quick? Would that be okay? Can you extend their hand, your hands towards them? Whoa. Father, I thank you so much for this couple. I thank you for this powerful couple that you've brought to us. Um, Father, that you would just fill them with your fire right now, that you would just fill them with your love, that there would just be an infilling of your Holy Spirit right now. Wow. That is going to transform generations, that is going to transform the world around them, that is going to, to, to release new things upon the earth. One of the things that I was sensing this morning is that, um, and I don't know if you, you already have a family, but I just got the sense that you are going to have an effect 
expect in a younger generation, that there is really going to be um, something pivotal that the Lord is going to release through you in a mighty way with a younger generation. Um, I even saw from like 10 into 18 that there was going to be um, just a generation of emotionally healthy children that, that were going to be moving in miracles, signs, and wonders, like that, that through you, the Lord is going to release some of the youngest revivalists that, that, the, that the world has ever seen, that there is a Josiah generation that is coming through you of, 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 of kings and queens, of those that would be co-heirs and move out of the fullness of what God has called them to. I just see so much power in you, and I believe that the Lord is releasing a deposit and an impartation this morning to go to the nations. I really believe that, that you are going to bring, the nations are going to be drawn to you, and that you are going to send them out equipped, stronger than they have ever been, that you are going to, you are going to release missionaries. I see that there's going to be teams of people that come out from you, and that the Father is going to release fire in and through you in powerful ways. I see that there's going to be resources that the Lord is going to create um, in and through you that you are going to be able to release and shift minds. And like I said, I, I, I don't believe that it's going to be an extent in any way to, to what your calling is, but I, I really do see a significance in the area of, of the younger generation that you're going to be able to train up these young people to be able to hear his voice and to be able to speak those words from platforms um, and that, that are going to release healing to the nations. Yeah, there is so much healing on you. There is so much healing on you. I just see even counseling. I see mentoring. I see just um, emotionally healthy families. And, and that, that even the children that you are going to release are going to, to be um, pillars within their own family that are going to be teaching their, their, um, their, their family, their larger generation, their, like their parents. They're going to be a, just a pivotal pillar within their family and a child will lead them. A child will lead them. I just hear the proclamation of heaven and a child will lead them. And you are just going to be those that just continue to demonstrate the kingdom over and over and over again. Fill them, Jesus. <laughs> Come on. That's so good. I've spent a lot of my professional life as a product knowledge specialist. One that learns as much as they can about the thing that they're, about a particular product, and to be able to train people and equip people to be able to get the most out of what they've purchased. Yeah? What they've bought into. And I, I, in, in a much aligned way, in ministry, what God has called me to do is to learn as much as I can about this this thing that we've bought into, this Christian life, this relationship that we've bought into, this power that we have, the fullness of Christ in us, and to be able to train people how to do the same. It's important for us to be able to do this because this is what Jesus did it for. He didn't want us to have just a little bit. He didn't want us to just have a little taste. He didn't want us to, he, there, was, there was nothing about him that wanted us to be intrigued by the fullness of the gospel, by, by miracle signs and wonders, and, and for us to not be demonstrators of the kingdom too. He wanted us to be moving in power so that the world would be able to see the Father. Because there's two things that Jesus came to do, right? He came, well, there was a lot more, but two, two, two things that I want to establish today. In everything that Jesus did, he revealed the Father. And he demonstrated the kingdom and showing exactly who this Father was. And that's what we have is a beautiful promise within this new covenant, within this new relationship that we have We have a visibility of who the Father actually is and that we get to do it too. The second thing that he came to do is he came to show us how accessible it is for us to be able to do it and that he said, you will do greater things than me. You will do greater things than me. That should stir you. That should just speak to something deep inside of you that says, yes, I have it. It's capable. It's I'm everything to him. Oh, I love it. A lot of us have an elusive definition of what revival is. Some of us would, would say people getting saved without reason. You know, just the, the presence of God comes, everybody drops to the floor, they're weeping, and, and salvation after salvation after salvation. 
some of us have this um, this idea of revival, that revival is, is just miracles, signs, and wonders. It's, it's the power being released, healing coming into the room, people, people coming off um, out of uh, you know, sickness and oppression and, and disease, and that they're healed and set free. Those are great. All of those are great fruits. But Jesus demonstrated that as what normal Christianity should be. He demonstrated that as what normal Christianity should be. So that when we look at revivals, when we look at hot spots as, uh, of moves of God that have happened in the past, this is what normal Christianity should look like. And so I want to help you get the fullness of what you came for. I want you to, to, to walk in the fullness of what God has done for you. And sometimes that takes a shift of thinking because we have it, Right? I said I worked as a product knowledge specialist. I worked for a, a high-line German engineering uh, car company. Can't say their name. <laughs> what I would do is somebody would purchase their vehicle, and they would come in, and I would get to sit down with them, and I get to show them all the features of the vehicle. Sometimes I would have people that would come in that have owned their vehicle for a long time, and this was my favorite part was to be able to show them features that they've had this entire time, but had no clue that it was in their car. I remember one time specifically, this lady came in, it was, um, this was in 2015, she had a 2013 vehicle, and uh, she came in and, and I was able to sit with her for maybe about 30 minutes, and in 30 minutes, I was able, she was ready to turn in her vehicle and be done with, with her lease. But I was able to sit with her and say, hey, these are the features that you've had in your vehicle this entire time. This is, this is what is accessible to you, and you can get the most out of your vehicle by doing these things. She turned right around, and instead of turning her lease vehicle in, she upgraded to a newer model. It's time for an upgrade. It's time for a shift. It's time for a shift in our understanding and in our thinking. When I was a child... Um, I had a, a gift of discernment. I was given a gift of discernment, and, and when I was a young child, maybe five, six years old, I would go with my mom to grocery stores, and um, or grocery stores or, or other places, you know, banks, um, uh, restaurants, wherever, and I'd, and I'd tell my mom, you know, kind of just tug on the sleeve, Mom, this is a good place. This is a bad place. I can feel evil in this place. I, can, I, I, can, I had a gift of discernment to be able to tell my mom what principalities and powers were happening within an, uh, within an, uh, an environment, within an atmosphere. I grew in that level of discernment um, to be able to, when, but, but at times it started feeling overwhelming. I started to get overwhelmed. I'd go into um, to, to stores or or you know, occultic shops or, or wherever, and I would feel this oppression on me, and I'd be overwhelmed by it. Or I'd go into malls where there's tons of people and start feeling overwhelmed by their junk. Yeah. Until I heard that we're not meant to be thermometers, because thermometers only tell, what, the temperature. But we're meant to be thermostats and set the tone, set the temperature. We're supposed to be the tuning fork that everything else lines up to. So that when we walk into a place, all the spirits come under the one spirit. Because all authority has been given to Christ Jesus. Who are we in? Christ Jesus. Who is in us? Christ Jesus, so that when we walk into a place, we, we are affected by our environment. We affect our environment. There is a shift that happens in our understanding. And when we, when we come into that, and even when we come into the, the area of healing, right? We're not praying for healing to happen. Jesus, through the cross, through his life, death, and resurrection, has already paid for that healing to happen, 
So we don't, we don't pray for the healing to happen. We declare the healing to happen. We pray not for victory, but from a place of victory. By his stripes, you are healed. What he has done, he has accomplished already. And that we're just releasing that kingdom power into that person. And that we can carry that same freedom wherever we go. We can carry that same fiery passion wherever we go. And it's out of that place of relationship. It's out of that place of walking with the Father. And he shows us exactly where to go and what to do. But it is meant to be normal Christianity. Jesus only did what he saw the Father doing, right? So we get to see this representation of who the Father is. He's not this grumpy dude in the sky that's judging us all the time. He's a loving Father that, that healed everybody that came to him, that disrupted every funeral that he went to. What are we meant to do? What are we called to do? Come on. There you go. Greater things. We are called to greater things. <laughs> you guys having fun yet? <laughs> the Passion Translation says it like this in John 14, 12, 14. It says, I tell you a timeless truth that the person that follows me in faith, believing in me, will do the same mighty miracles that I will do. And even greater miracles than these because I go to the Father. For I will do whatever you ask me to do in my name. And, and that is how the Son will show what the Father is really like and bring glory to him. When we walk in miracles, signs, and wonders, when we walk in the power that, that Jesus has already given us access to, we get to bring glory to the Father. And that is how we will show the world what the Father is like. We're meant to be Christians, right? We call ourselves Christians, right? We're little Christ. We're demonstrating what Christ is like. We're demonstrating what, what the Father is like. We're demonstrating what a kingdom of heaven is like. And so that's why it's imperative for us to be able to demonstrate the kingdom. A lot of times, because, and I, I, can, I can feel the question in the room, well, why isn't it happening? And it, and it is. There, there is. There is miracles that are happening all around us. If you've experienced a miracle in this house, a healing in your body or something like that, raise your hand. Come on. Wow. Woo! That's fruit of a good father. That is, that is Christians being normal Christians. They will know us by our love and the demonstration of the kingdom healing, miracles, signs, and wonders are, are meant to be a fruit of who we are. They are meant to be a fruit of who he is. But it's time for us to shift our understanding so that we can understand that when we, that when we go out, when our shadow, and I've, I'm, I've got these lights behind me, that when my shadow is going over the front line right here, that's, re that's, that's releasing healing power. That's what's meant to be normal Christianity. Turn with me real quick to Acts 8. I just love the opportunity to just drink and play in the presence. It's just so much fun. You guys are doing, you know, you get to have fun, but I'm just having fun while I'm doing this. This is, this is wonderful. I just get to be in his presence. Wow. So Acts 8 uh, kind of leaves off right where um, uh, Stephen uh, was martyred, and there was a scattering of, of the believers. I want you to go to uh, verse 5, because I believe that this is an example of of normal Christianity. This is, this is an example of what we're meant to be walking in, of what we're meant to be experiencing, um, and the fruit of, of who we are. Philip, for example, and this is verse 5, went to the city of Samaria and told the people about the Messiah. Crowds listened intently to Philip because they were eager to hear the message and see the miraculous signs he did. 
Many evil spirits were cast out, screaming as they left their victims, uh, and many had been uh, paralyzed or lame were healed. So there was great joy in that city. Say great joy in that city. God wants to release great joy in our city. And he wants that to be the fruit of who we are. That he wants our city, he wants our city to know us as the Christians that move or, or that, that are actually Christians, right? We're going to redefine what a Christian is. We're going to be an example of Christ moving in, in wonder, working miracles and power. Um, so, the, so Peter goes down. He didn't have a word. He, he wasn't told to go to, to Samaria. There was no direction for him to go. Um, he just went down to Samaria and was a normal Christian. He just showed up to a city and started preaching about the Messiah. And he was doing what the Messiah had showed him to do. And that was miracles, signs, and wonders. And so, so where the presence of the Lord is, there is freedom. freedom. And so there was, there was oppressive spirits that left people. There was healing in bodies that needed healing. There was demonstrations of the kingdom. And this is normal Christianity. So much so that, uh, that Simon the sorcerer, in, in verse 9... Uh, it said that he was there for many years, amazing people of Samaria and claiming to be something, someone great. Everyone from the least to the greatest often spoke as the great one, the power of God. They listened closely to him because for a long time he had astounded them with his magic. Uh, but now the people believed Philip, his message of the good news concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ. And as a result, say as a result. As a result. Many men and women were baptized. Then Simon himself believed and was baptized. There is going to be a shift of power when Christians start being normal Christians. When we start moving in what God has called us to do, there is going to be a shift of power. What people thought was power in the occult, they're going to see a shift of power and realize and recognize that this is the Messiah and this is where real power is held. This is the power that we have access to. It's going to be a changing of the guards. It's going to be a changing and overthrowing. But we have to have an understanding that the throne has already been overthrown. Yeah? It's already happened. We just need to come and speak it, right? It's not that certain places are darker. I've gone to so many different places and churches, and everybody will, will tell me, hey, you know, we've, we've got like a, uh, you know, we've got a coven that's in this area, and it's, it's just, it's a really dark area. It's a really dark place. Um, the dark is only dark because the light's not speaking. And when the light speaks... When light comes into darkness, darkness has nowhere to hide. You don't turn a light on and there's a power struggle. You turn a light on and it fills the room. And that's the same thing that happened to you in Christ Jesus. He came into you and filled you. He did away with, with sinful nature and all of that at the cross. It's done. Say, it's done. And now you have this power that's inside of you, this dwelling that's inside of you. Jesus came to be God, Emmanuel, God with us, with us. John 1 says that he, the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Colossians says that the fullness of the deity of God resting in Jesus Romans says that that same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead raised you from the dead. And that same spirit dwells in you. You have a resurrection life living inside of you. You have a resurrection life living inside of you so that you can go speak to those things that are dead and call them into life. You can do that in your families. You can do that in your jobs. You can do that out in public. You can go to the Samarias and overturn the powers that be and start to establish what God is doing. Yeah? 
Let me tell you the fruit of Philip's ministry. There were so many miracles, signs, and wonders that were breaking out that he had to call for backup. When the apostles in Jerusalem had heard of Samaria, uh, that had Samaria had accepted God's message, they sent Peter and John there. As soon as they arrived, they prayed for these new believers to receive the Holy Spirit. Come on. The Holy Spirit had not yet come upon any of them, for they had not been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then Peter and John laid their hands upon the believers, and they received the Holy Spirit. Normal Christianity. Going into a place and having an outbreak of God so powerful that we have to call for backup. Hey, send teams. Send teams of people. I need you to send people because it's too much. The power of God moving in this place is too much. And so that's what we're doing in our house. That's what we're doing out in the world. That as we go out into the grocery store, we're, we're, we're sharing normal Christianity. And from the power that's inside of us, we're releasing that to, to the world around us. And I want you guys to get a picture of, of what that's like and to have an understanding of that. So here's, here's what I need. I need four volunteers. Uh, let's see. Who wants to play? Who wants to play? Um, Craig? Daniel? Can you come up? Yeah. Aria? Can you come up? Alex, can you come up? Okay. Um, Can you... uh, yeah, you're going to be on the very top. <laughs> um, Craig, would you go up to the kind of the third stair there? I don't want anybody to trip. Sure footing here. Um, can, you, can you go up to um, the, the second stair? I, I don't want you guys to, to get an understanding here that, that there's, there's a difference between the... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's, he said there's, there's, this is a trust ball. And then Alex, could you... Uh, or actually, Aria, can you come up to, the, to this uh, second stair as well? All right. Um, yeah. So, so what we're going to have here is a representation of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Yeah? This is exciting. Craig is going to be the Father. Daniel is going to be Jesus. And Arya is going to be the Holy Spirit. Yeah? Can you guys give him a round of applause? Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, so from the beginning, this is what they had. This is... This is what they had. This is, this is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit hanging out, having a great time. Um, can you guys actually grab hands? <laughs> Father, Son, and Holy Spirit having a great time, hanging out. <laughs> they said, let's, make, let's like make man in our image, right? Yeah. Let's, let's make him in our likeness and in our image. Alex, you want to come on over? You've just now been created. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we're going we're gonna to have him represent humanity in, in this. Um, so, so there was a fall in the garden, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> and there was, a, there was a fall in the garden. God said, as I said in, in his Ezekiel, they will be my people and I will dwell among them. There was always a plan for, for God to come and, and be among his people and to have them in the center of this relationship. Is that good? Because he never wanted us to be outside of that. So, so Jesus comes to be Emmanuel, God with us. You guys can come on, um, come on down. Just Jesus, come on down to, to be with Alex. Alex, can you come forward a little bit? It'll be just easier to, to have you in here. Yeah. So, so Jesus comes um, to, to be with us, to be God with us, Emmanuel, to dwell among his people but he wanted to take that a step further. In his life, death, and resurrection, we get to enter into the relationship that the, that the, um, that the whole Trinity had and that we get to enter into that. So can you guys come down? Whoa. <laughs> and then can you just surround Alex? Like just like hold arms, hold arms around him. So now we're in the center of that relationship. 
We are partakers of a divine nature, it says in 1 Peter, that we get to, that, that we have um, been raised to life with Jesus and that that same life-giving spirit dwells in us. And so when, so when Alex is out, he gets, to, he gets to understand that this goes with him wherever he goes. This goes with him. Yeah, come on. Rachel, would you mind? Can you stand up? So can you stand over to the, to the right here? Um, my right um, of Craig and Aria. Yep. And so when Alex goes to place his hand on somebody, there's a few others that come with him. And so when he puts his hand... <laughs> when he puts his hand on Rachel... <laughs> you can feel it in the room. It just shifted. Did you feel that? So, Alex, go ahead and put your hand on her. All right. And so, so Alex is in Jesus. Yeah? So, Jesus, go ahead and put your hand on Alex's hand. Just, you're going to, yeah, reach across there. So that when you extend your hand, Jesus said the kingdom is at hand. The kingdom is in your hands. There is a power that is within your hands. There is a, a, a miraculous power. The kingdom of God is in your hands. And so, so now we have this picture. <laughs> if she can't stand up, yeah, you can, can you catch her? <laughs> so, can, you, can you guys just come back over here for the sake of the cameras? Can you guys come back over here? I hope you all online are being blessed and that you're being filled with the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Craig, can we, can we have... <laughs> We're seeing demonstrations of the kingdom. She was overwhelmed by the power and the presence of God, and we're seeing a result of that. That's amazing. So, so Craig, can you, can you stand up now? We, we, might, we, we might start a, a fire tunnel here in just a minute. <laughs> so can you come around uh, to Arya's side? So, so again, uh, Alex, can you extend your hand to Craig? Yeah. And then, uh, Jesus, can you put your hand? Uh-huh. Um, and, and Jesus said in John 17, God, Father, give them the glory that you gave to me. That same Holy Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is living and dwelling in you. That you are not just a part of creation, but you are a partaker of a divine nature. That you have the Holy Spirit, God, dwelling inside of you. Revelation says that God always wanted to reside in his people and that, that they are the temple of God. Don't you understand that you are the temple of God? So, Holy Spirit, would you put your hand on Jesus' hand? Whoa! And Jesus said, I, I only see what I, well, I only do what I see my father doing. So guess whose hand comes next? So father, can you put your hand on Jesus's hand? Woohoo! And so I want to give you a picture that, that when you extend your hand, that there's so much more that comes with you. There's so much more that comes with you. Thank you all so much. <laughs> And, and, it's, and it's that easy to have church. It's that easy. I think it was Wesley that said the definition of revival, just draw a circle around yourself and have revival. Revival starts with you. I believe that in this new year, what God is doing is he's drawing us from a place of, of, of waiting on the next move of God for us to be the next move of God. That we were always intended to be the move of God, to move in this normal Christianity that Jesus demonstrated for us, that he, that he gave us access to. And so that we can, in this next year, if, as we have that understanding, move in miracles, signs, and wonders, move in power. When we show up to a place, we're setting the temperature. The height of spirituality is not just understanding that there's principalities and powers in the room. It's understanding that you're in a relationship with the creator, a father that has given you everything. I have given you everything. 
And that in that, you get to take that with you and demonstrate the kingdom. And the one spirit that has all authority and all power sits on the throne. That changes how we access our promises, doesn't it? That he has given you the power to be able to move in miracle signs and wonders, to move in the power that he's given you. You can move in in what he's called you to and, and have a different perspective. If I believe, if I believe that my father has all the resources and that in my inheritance he has given me all of that, I walk differently in a different understanding knowing that it's already been paid for. I have the resources to do the things that he's called me to do. Sometimes it just takes us taking that step. But I wanted to show you that picture because faith and courage, man, my hand is hot right now. (laughs) Faith and courage. Evangelism looks so different when when we have that idea in our minds that where we go, he goes also. Into every circumstance, he has released a strategy, a promise, a resource for us to be able to overcome. You are always meant to go from glory to glory to glory. Why do we sometimes have these mountaintop experiences and valleys? I believe that we have these mountaintop experiences and encounters with God, and it's so sweet and beautiful. And then we walk into this valley And that we get to completely overcome the valley. We get to overcome the valley and go right into our next mountaintop experience. We were meant to overthrow the valley. We were meant to move in the power that God has placed in us. Come on, that's so good. That's so good. Jesus. Whoa. (laughs) Jesus. Close your eyes for a minute. Whoa. (laughs) Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, that as you're shifting our understanding, you are showing us what you are really like. That our our secret place, our relationship, our, our prayer life with you looks completely different. That we now get to to commune with you in a secret place, that we have access to you. All the time. (laughs) Father, would you just start revealing right now and start sending just strategies for this new year. Plans and strategies for this new year into hearts right now. Father, I thank you that as you're releasing hope for the goodness of what you have and what you have already accomplished, that you are calling us into greater things, greater miracles. Mighty miracles, mighty outpourings of your spirit. Would you show us, Father, the areas of influence that you want us to be able to affect? Would you show us the areas that you want us to completely overthrow and change? Would you show us daily how you are moving through us and show us the people that you want us to love? There is a world that is out there is, that is waiting for normal Christians. <laughs> that is waiting for fiery Christians lit on fire by his, his loving presence. Whoa. And he is waiting for those to be able to demonstrate his kingdom. Bless them, Jesus. Bless them, Jesus. Fire of God, come. Fire of God, come into this room. Sweep this room. Sweep this room, Jesus. I'm just going to let it breathe because you can feel that he's doing something in the room right now. It's an intimate relationship with the creator, a father who has a purpose beyond the circumstance and a connection that releases strategy and power. It's a love far greater 
And it's a love he wants the world to know. Thank you, Father. In this place, we, we shift from riding the wave of God to being the wave of God. <laughs> to be the shift. You know, tsunamis start usually with an earthquake, a shift underneath the surface. Whoa. <laughs> And I believe there, there's a tsunami coming into 2019. There is a kingdom tsunami that is coming into 2019. And that there is going to be a shift in the atmosphere, a shift in the understanding, a shift in every believer that is going to cause a wave. And for us to be the move of God, for us to be the move that is happening upon the earth, that we will be the trendsetters. Wow. Wow. Because of what Jesus has done, he has every key to every lock. Because of what Jesus has done, he has paid the price for every healing. Because of what Jesus has done, every knee will bow. Every spirit, every power, every principality, there is nothing that can separate you from his love, it says in Romans. Whoa. There is nothing that can take that away from you. And there is everything that you have to be able to give that to a world that is waiting for the response. Fire of God come. Fire of God come into this room. I bless you as normal believers. <laughs> I bless you as, as mighty people that God has called, that he has placed his spirit upon that you will do the same things, that you will see healing happen, that you will see magnificent miracles, notable, notable miracles take place in your communities, take place in your homes. I know that so many of you are believing here for other family members, and, and I, I believe that God is calling you to be the move of God within your family, that God is calling you to be the move of God within the education system, that God is calling you to be the move of God within the judicial system, that God is calling you to be the move of God within the kingdom and, and to, to proclaim his name and to be demonstrators of the kingdom to show what his father is like and to bring him glory sometimes it just takes retraining our brain it just takes that little bit of shift I just see the Holy Spirit in this room just like a thick honey. His presence is just so thick in this place right now. Yeah. Father, I thank you for your presence. I thank you for your presence in this place. That you lead us and you guide us and you direct us. That you are a lamp unto our feet, a light unto our path. That you give us strategy and wisdom. That you give us direction and understanding. Whoa! That we have been given magnificent promises. Some people in here have promises and prophecies. And I just believe that the Lord is just releasing strategy right now. There is just a download of strategy that is being released in this room so that you know exactly the steps to take. You know exactly the doors to walk through. You know the power connections that he is releasing you to be able to be connected with. People of influence, people of power, people that are going to be on the other side of your promise. I bless you right now that the fire of God would just sweep over you. Whoa. Come on. Come on, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. And so I want to activate you in this. Because I believe that he wants us to be demonstrators of the kingdom. Whoa. I believe that he wants to move this morning in power. I believe that he wants to move this morning in joy. Whoa. <laughs> Come on. Can you all stand with me? Would that be okay? If you can stand.
I, I typically feel this kind of fiery feeling in, in my right hand. It's, it's something that happens within, within my body. Wow. To when I, when I feel that healing's in the room, when I feel that healing is in the room, that he wants to demonstrate healing, that he wants to activate healing. Whoa. If you need a healing within your body, if you need a miracle in your life right now, I want you to just put up your hand. Whoa. Okay. If you're, I want you to open your eyes and, and look around for those people and go and put a hand on them in an appropriate place. <laughs> on a shoulder. Whoa. On a shoulder. Wow. On their hand. Yeah. Maybe on a back. If you if you can, if it is appropriate, put your hand in in a, in the place that they're actually needing healing. If it's if you know maybe you're you have it in your stomach or something like that, and you want to put your hand on that area, and then you can have somebody else put their hand on your hand. That's okay too. Whoa. And with direction right here, I want you to just find out a little bit. We're not wanting life stories, but we want to know a little bit of what's going on. So find out a little bit about what's going on. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. Come on, Jesus. Come on, Jesus. All right. Now we're gonna pray from a place of victory, not for victory. We're gonna pray from a place that God has already done and paid for this healing. Wow. So the language here is to tell that pain to go with the authority that he has given you. Jesus gave authority to the disciples even before he went to the grave and was raised to life. There is power and authority that is on you to be able to move in miracle signs and wonders right now. So I want you to speak to that thing and just tell it to go. And where something goes, we want to see that thing be healed and for the kingdom to come. We want to replace what was there. And so I want you to just say, Kingdom of God come. Yeah. Healing in this area now in Jesus' name. Wow. Fire of God. Fire of God. Come on. Whoa. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Just a couple more minutes now, and we're going to check. So this is the next step, is for us to check and see what has happened. Whoa. So I want you to, if you can, just kind of start closing out your prayers. And if you have something that's, that's checkable, if you need to use the bathroom in the back, you can. If you need to, to check something that was there or is no longer there, I want you to check it. I want you to check. If you feel like there has been a shift in your body, if you feel like there, is, there has been a change in what you were experiencing, I want you to wave a hand at me. Come on, one, two, that's amazing. Come on, three, four, yeah! Come on, Jesus! Five. Yeah, that's amazing. Six, that's awesome. These are people that came in with pain and are leaving healed, that have experienced a demonstration of what Jesus has done, that have tasted of the kingdom right here, right now. It wasn't me that laid hands on you. It wasn't another speaker that laid hands on you. It wasn't a, a quote-unquote man or woman of God that laid hands on you. That was the person beside you that just laid hands on you with, with Jesus inside of them. 
with the fullness of the kingdom that's inside of them. And that healing just happened. That healing took place. Six people. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Can we just give them thanks real quick? Yes, Jesus. Woo. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. I think there's still some people that are just wrapping up their prayers. Whoa. You can go ahead. I just feel this, this thing I've been feeling in my spirit since we started praying. Here's the thing about authority. The Bible said that God said, or Jesus said, all authority has been given to me. And then he went on and said, all authority has been given to you. That means no authority has been given to the devil except that which we give him. And I was, when you were praying, I felt like for some of you, you've, you've even said, there's this, this area in my life I can't overcome. And you've, 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 you've placed it in a place of, you've given it your authority. You've. And, and now it's in a place of authority that you're having a, a trouble overcoming. And I felt like the Lord said it's as simple as this. Take it back. Yeah. It's, 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 not, it's not like, it's, it's really simple. Just take it back. So some of you is going to highlight to you right now. There's an area in your life. I heard the words. You, I've heard the words. I just can't overcome this in my life. It might be a healing. It might be an addiction. But you've said it so many times. Even when people ask you how you're doing, you said, I just can't seem to overcome this. And what a statement of saying that I can't overcome that. But I want you to take it around and say, whatever it is, you right now, you tell it, I've overcome you this morning. I've overcome you this morning. And we're going to lean back into prayer again because I feel that. So whatever it is right now, take back your authority that you gave to it and say, all right, I'm taking it back. I've overcome you. I've overcome this healing. I've overcome this pain. I've overcome this addiction. I've overcome this struggle. I have overcome you in Jesus' name right now. Come on. I just I feel like you've, it's, you're taking back your authority. You're going to be surprised how the enemy will hide actually inside of your authority. And when you take back your authority, you expose how weak he really is. So now we've taken back the authority. And in Jesus' name, we release complete healing and wholeness in this room over every... We're just a mass healing right now over the entire room. A wave of healing throughout this room right now. Right now. If you're believing for healing, I feel like this thing, like just put your hands out and there's this wave, that tsunami you're talking about. We're going to create our own waves. How about that? In Jesus' name, we just wave of healing through the room right now. Wave of healing through the room right now. Right now. There it is. There it is. Yeah, people, pe there's people online getting healed. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, everybody watching online, too. In Jesus' name, waves of healing over you right now in your home and your family. Right now. Check it again. Check it again. Check it again and see if there's any difference. If you're feeling something happening in your body, just wave your hands at us. There. 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 See, there's things shifting. There. Come on. Come on. Jesus. Come on. All right, so I want to do I want to do one more exercise. Wow, because I believe that that the voice of God speaks to every believer. I believe that the word of the Lord comes to every believer, and that we can hear His voice. Jesus in John ten twenty seven says that my sheep hear my voice, and I am their shepherd. He is speaking to every one of you, and all it takes is us just activating that right? So, so just like healing, we had an opportunity to be able to activate what was in that. And so I believe that there is an activation that is happening in this room for being able to hear his voice as well. Because I want to activate you. I want you to get the fullness of what Jesus came to do. I want you to walk in resurrection life and feel empowered because you are empowered. You have a knowledge and a wisdom and an understanding that is his wisdom and understanding. You walk in revival power right now. And nothing is impossible to those that believe. There is nothing that is impossible for you. 
there is nothing that is impossible for you. Mike, can you join me on stage? Would you be able to join me on stage? Okay, so now that everybody's standing, this is Mike. I want you to take just a moment and I want you to ask the Lord, when is Mike's birthday? When is Mike's birthday? So I'm gonna activate you in this. This is called what's, what's called a word of knowledge. And, and God gives us these words of knowledge as one of the ways that he can speak to us. We can be activated in these things to be able to, um, to, to know a strategy, release a strategy. I told you that he doesn't just, in the middle of a circumstance, doesn't just uh, show us the circumstance, but gives us a strategy that's above the circumstance, right? So the circumstance right now is that we're gonna, we're gonna ask the Lord, when is Mike's birthday? Okay, I want you to get a date in your head, a month, a day, a year. Yeah? Year, t year two. Are you okay with me telling everybody how old you are? <laughs> okay, all right. So we're gonna, we're gonna go through all three of these real quick. If, all right, if you believe that his, uh, his birthday is in the month of December, I want you to go ahead and sit down. Oh, all right, all right, cool. If you believe that his, month, uh, his birthday is um, in between uh, January and June, I want you to go ahead and sit down. All right, about half. That's still good, that's still great. If you believe that his uh, birthday month is in between August and December, go ahead and sit down. Ooh, okay, this is good, this is good. So his birthday month is in the month of July. Is in the month of July, okay? If you believe that his birthday date is in the first half um, of the month, remain standing. Oh, awesome. If you believe that his birthday is in the first 10 days of July, Go ahead and remain, nope, go ahead and sit down. <laughs> wow, awesome. Why don't you go ahead and tell us, or actually, Tiffany, what, what, did, you, what did you believe his birthday? 12th. Cammie? 28th. 13th. And what is your actual birthday? Did you have one too? I'm so sorry. The 29th. 17th. That's amazing. That's amazing that he, he, he's able to speak to us in that way. They were so close, but that's, that's awesome. This is, how we, this is how we continue to, this is how we continue to practice, right? We continue to practice these dates and times. Thank you so much for joining us. And, and happy like half birthday right now. So, so we, can, we can hear his voice and we can move in miracle signs and wonders. And I, I want you to, to, to start practicing these things. And as you start to practice these things, this is what's going to unlock in a greater and greater way. As we use it, we have an understanding for it. We get to know even more about how to operate in it. We become more comfortable in operation of understanding what is God is speaking Maybe there wasn't somebody that got his exact birth date, but there was a lot of people that got his birth month. And that's incredible. That's amazing, right? Can you give them a round of applause? Stand up one last time. Thank you so much. You've done a lot of standing today, and we're already working on those summer bodies. <laughs> we're already working off those Christmas calories. Can I get an amen? Amen. <laughs>
That's why I pace this stage so much. As I just, my Fitbit is going crazy. No, I'm just kidding. I just have a regular watch. Shababa. Let's hold our hands out one more time. Shoo. Father, I thank you that in this new year, that nothing is impossible for you. That nothing is impossible. That we are in a partnership with the divine nature of God. That we have access to everything that Jesus had access to and everything that is accessible for us in you. We love you, Jesus, so much. Wow. And Father, I just thank you right now that there are people in here that are going to be, that have been activated today and that they will be starting to walk in what you have called them to walk in. I thank you that everyone here is going to just see a mass outpouring of miracles, signs, and wonders in their area of influence, in their families around them, at their schools, that there's going to be a breakout of everything that you are doing. Father, I thank you that you are releasing new words of promise over this house, that you are releasing new dreams over this house, that you are releasing new hopes over this house, and that, Father, that you are good in every single one of those. Father, I thank you that you don't just speak a word, but that word is alive until it it comes back to you with a reward, until it, it accomplishes everything that it's done. So, Father, I thank you for the promise of this year. I thank you that we can live and move out of the goodness of what you have, and that when circumstances come, we will meet them with power. We will meet them with everything that you've given us in Jesus. We will meet them in, in divine connection with everything that you have promised to us. We love you so much. I bless you, church, to just take this out and have a wonderful year. Amen.